Hey, good morning and welcome to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. Thank you for joining me this morning. Join me in our text line, 850-437-1620. If you'd like to text in your thoughts, you have a comment, or you would like to request a link to anything we are discussing this morning on the panel. I told you yesterday, if you were listening at all, that every day we are going to celebrate Christmas for... 25 days. Today is December 1st. We are kicking off 25 days of Christmas together. Um, I wanted to do something different every day, whether it was a small business shout out, a recipe idea, memories, ways to give back in the community, family things. And so today we are covering ways to give back to the community and ways to get involved in the community, not just around Christmas, but all year round, because Obviously, ultimately, I want us all to live out a purposeful life. So today we have our friends from Guardian Ad Litem, Joan Irby and Karen Jolly. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning. And uh, Karen's name is perfect for this time of year, Jolly. I don't even know how that ended up happening, (laughs) but... I am telling you, that is the most perfect name. If your name was Noel Jolly or you had a kid and named them Noel Jolly, that's going to just make my day. <laughs> no, we couldn't bring ourselves to do that. But our dear friend did beg us to name her Holly, and we didn't. So sadly, oh kind of regretting that now. Oh, but it's <laughs> either way, the jolliness, I can see it on your face as well. And also the love that you have for Guardian at Elitum and everything that you do. So Joan, before I get to you, I'm going to put Karen in the hot seat to share a little bit about your background and how you ended up getting involved in Guardian at Elitum. And then I'll hop over to you and you can share more of what Guardian at Elitum does. Perfect. Okay. So I will try to make a very long story kind of short, but so my husband and I got married Um, young. And when we got married, my parents were foster parents. So we were very much in the know of what goes on with fostering and babies and and how that works. So back then, 20 some odd years ago, uh, you couldn't really have the kids stay in your home overnight unless you got licensed. So he and I thought, well, we'll just get licensed so we can help babysit for my parents and love on the babies. And that turned into being an emergency shelter home where if a baby needed to come into our home, um, not for long term, but maybe there was a relative coming in or they were going to go back to their parents quickly, we would take them for a short period of time. So we did that for a couple years and we met our very first daughter who is now 19 and her name is Callie. We met her through that. She came to us when she was two days old. Almost two years later, we adopted her. So that is the very beginning of this story. And then after we adopted her, we had two more children. And once you know um, what these kids need, it's really hard to just turn around and not do anything for them. So that's how I found Joan. We went to church together. Joan introduced me to the Guardian Ad Litem program. I became a volunteer. I've been doing that since I think 2015. And then that turned into getting on board with the foundation um, and trying to help raise money and awareness and, and just do a little bit more for the program. That is so awesome. What a cool story and what an incredible story for your kiddo too, mm-hmm. to see you continue to live on um, that passion mm-hmm. and to keep moving forward, whether it was with guardian ad litem or just being a light and, and speaking up for those who can't speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's incredible. Um, so Joan, how long have you been with guardian ad litem? 
Well, I've been a volunteer since 2010, and because I was bringing so many of my friends in uh, to be volunteers, they asked me if I wanted to be recruitment coordinator, and I'm like, yeah. So then it was like that that commercial for Herbal Essence. They told two people, and they told two people, and and that's really how we do it. I mean, that's really how we get volunteers in. And I mean, that is the way to really do it it's and i'm just gonna say you don't walk around town and see guardian ad litem standing outside of mm. a store you know harassing people with a clipboard and being like i might well, yeah i know <laughs> i i know you but it doesn't really capture the need or what's actually happening that causes the need mm-hmm. and so joan just tell me and you know reiterate we've had you on the panel before what guardian ad litem does in the community to really help kids uh, who are in and out or within the system so when kids come into the foster care system when they go to a shelter hearing with the judge um, they actually are assigned guardian ad litem that means that they get an attorney and a social worker through the state and what we do is we add a volunteer to that model so when I started doing this somebody came into my church and talked about it and I'm like instead of a case manager having 50 to 80 kids on a caseload and having to know all of their history and their medical needs educational needs family issues maybe psychological issues mental health issues you've got one volunteer that's focusing on that one child or that one family of children and then going back to that case manager and that social work of the social worker and that attorney to then advocate for those things in court so you know over the last 10 years that I've been doing this it has been just anywhere and everywhere you know because you can be um, you know as long as you're 21 clean criminal background a heart for kids you know we need you the kids need you and we need you just to advocate so I have people you know that work nine to five and and do this go visit once or twice a month the court orders once a month of course, you can do so much more than that. But then you visit the child, and then you come back to that attorney and that social worker, and you let them know what that child needs while they're in the system. It seems like simple, like oh, okay, let's do that. But at the same time, what are some fears that people have when they come in? Right, you're recruiting somebody's like I heard this from my friend. They started to become um, a gal. I want to do this too. But what are some of the fears that set people back that you're like, no, 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 that's that's not true. Well, you know, when I started doing this, I thought they, the state just kind of said, okay, go to your go to your people and bring them in. Of course, I'm like, okay, I'm going to the church. And I thought this would be so easy. You know, y'all need to come in. It says to yeah. help widows and orphans. And, you know, y'all come in and volunteer. We read the Bible. And, yeah. <laughs> and there's a couple of things that I always hear. One is, I'll get too attached. And you know what? I always tell people, if you were blessed enough to be raised well in a good family, then you owe it to these mm-hmm. children than to be that hope for them and give them that confidence that they can have something different than what they're in. If you were not, if you had a horrible childhood and maybe this was your childhood, you owe it to these two, these kids too not to waste that horrible experience and then just help these kids walk through it. So, you know, it was kind of hard with my friends because they were all like, man, we don't really know those kids. And I always say, you might not have those kids in your life, mm. but those kids are the ones that are going to get your kids in trouble because mm. my kids in care mm-hmm. – um, sometimes they end up in the other end of our building which is djj Mm -hmm. and they're going to be the ones that are getting your kids involved in things you're trying to keep them from whether that's you know drugs uh, sexual promiscuity all those kind of things that we're trying to shield our kids from if you're from a somewhat normal family you know you're not going to 
to miss it. You know, my youngest went to Gulf Breeze, and when I went there, they're like, Miss Irby, we don't really have those kids here. They did start a feeding backpack program. Mm-hmm. at Gulf Breeze High School. Because of that, they realize those unaccompanied minors are there too and they're at risk. And that's the thing is the risk factor. So there's a couple of things just to backtrack to and I want to go over, but I got to take a quick break here. It's 9.15. I have your questions rolling through. I promise to get to them. I also see you sharing your Christmas decorations and all the jolly that's happening around your home. We have Karen Jolly and Joan Irby sharing about Guardian Ad Litem. We're going to share more and about the Christmas project happening right now. It's so exciting happening every year. The community gets involved, but we need your help. 300 kids, right? Three. That's, that's what we've got left. That they need a Christmas too. They deserve a Christmas too. So we're going to share about that, how you can get involved. If you'd like to text in 850-437-1620. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. All right, we're getting you into the Christmas spirit today. A couple people texted in. You guys aren't in the Christmas spirit yet? Well, listen to Pep Talk every day because I'm going to get you ready for Christmas. Whether you like it or not, you're going to listen to Christmas music. You're going to hear all the cheer, probably about Jesus too, how you can help in the community. You know what? I read an article a couple weeks ago, and the article was saying if you want to get into the Christmas spirit, start giving back to your community and change somebody else's life. Nothing will help perk you up more than seeing other people who are less fortunate because you're able to go, oh my goodness, I actually have a lot to get into the spirit for and I can help them come out of their funk as well. So if you're in that funk, first of all, I'm sorry, whatever's going on, please don't hesitate to reach out for help. But also, please consider giving back to your community. We have Guardian Ad Litem of Northwest Florida here today to share with you how to give back. We were talking about how people are hesitant. You're on the fence. I don't know if I should give back. I don't know if I should get involved with these kiddos who are in the foster care system. I don't know if I can devote that much time. Like Joan said, you don't need that much time. And one of the comments that she's heard is, I don't want to get too attached. I will go ahead and say that's probably one of the most selfish things because you're only looking out for your heart and, and, and you alone. So if we looked at it more, though, as I just want to give that child a level of healthiness for a period of time, that that's what they desire the rest of their life and they stay on track, you will be secure in knowing I can move forward once this kid is on a healthy path. So that's what we want to do. It could start with the Christmas project happening right now with Guardian Ad Litem. So uh, Karen, you are on the board for the foundation. Karen Jolly is mm-hmm. here with Joan Irby. Now tell me a little bit more. Joan, this has been your passion too for years to kind of kick off the, the Christmas season and kind of the new year with getting pe- more and more people involved in Guardian Ad Litem. So how long has the Christmas project been going? What's it called? And tell me a little bit more about it. Yeah, so I've been working, you know, with Guardian Ed Lightum since 2010, um, and we've done the Christmas um, gifts, so to speak, a little different, um, kind of, it's kind of evolved to this. In the beginning, you know, we had organizations that would just bring gifts, just any gifts, and then our volunteers would come in and pick off the tables for what their kids might want. And then, you know, as working with these kids, one thing we see is, you know, they get a lot of hand-me-downs, they get a lot of 
stuff that might have not been catered to them or things that they wanted. And, you know, I always say, don't be offended when you see a list for a foster kid because they only want what your kid wants. Mm -hmm. So people will go, oh, well, that's so expensive. I'm like, yeah, and guess why they want those tennis shoes? Because that's the tennis shoes your kids are wearing. So that's the thing. You know, I've always been very adamant. People sometimes get offended with me when I say that. It's just I don't want them to have stuff they don't want I don't if they don't like that color my kids have gotten stuff from me before they didn't like the color you know don't be Mm -hmm. offended these are children and they only want what the other kids have in school so we can't be offended now um, so we decided that we wanted to do more of an angel tree list where the kids actually write down what they want and then we want to supply that so we have people in the community that will step up and I'll let Karen talk a little bit about more about that Mm -hmm. this year we branded it hope for the holidays because it's just one more piece of hope that you can give a child that someone is looking out for their best interest does care about what they want and you know I learned a long time ago that um, there is dignity and choice so to give these kids what they're choosing is that's just huge to us and that really matters to them and it matters to us too so this year Joan helped us collect the wish list for the kids in Escambia and Santa Rosa we got 400 that was just Escambia that was just Escambia 452 wish lists Wow. So that's 452 kids who most likely won't get what they ask for, you know, for Christmas Mm -hmm. or maybe nothing, really. Um, Yes, they're in homes and we're looking out for them and protecting them. But this is part of our our give back is to make sure they're getting what they want. So um, we collect, Joan helped collect the wish list from all the volunteers that are helping the children and and their um, leaders. And the foundation has been looking for um, sponsors, businesses to sponsor each kid's wish list. Um, You can give monetarily and we will shop for the children. Um, There's a whole different, you can adopt one or two children. My family adopted five. Um, And and so you could do it personally or you can do it through a business. And, you know, we're a nonprofit organization. So of course there's there's, um, the tax break aspect for businesses that's always helpful but but our goal is to just get these children exactly what they ask for and we love doing that with their wish lists one other thing about our board um that she didn't mention is they're all they're all volunteer mm-hmm. we don't we don't have a paid board no we right. don't have somebody on the board making six figures or anything these nope. are not only volunteers for the board but just about all of them are also guardian ad litem volunteers so that's huge mm-hmm. that's i was wondering that because you mentioned you were a volunteer and then started volunteering on the board as well and i'm like oh not a lot of boards operate like that but I, th- I believe the goal is, though, that as much money is filtered um, that you receive from the state into direct care and for keeping the program going. Yeah. And that's one thing with us being a state agency. That's the good thing is, you know, we're all paid. The attorneys, the um, the case managers, yep. me, everybody in the staff, each county provides us office space, phone lines and um, internet access. So when you're given to this board, mm-hmm. you're giving to needs of children. And we have the children in need fund that they operate on all through the year. Yeah. You know, kids come into foster care all the time with nothing. So that, that you know, that way the things that they need during the year are right. also covered. So mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit more about the children in need fund and then also about maybe some of the 
wishes that are on the list, but we have to take another break and also we'll have to take a news break as well. So please don't go anywhere. Hang out. If you miss any of this episode, we will have it up later on our podcast page on newsradio923.com. Or if you haven't yet, go ahead and download our new mobile app. So much good feedback from y'all. News Radio Pensacola, you can download it for free today in your app store. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh. Hey, I'm Jenna Barr. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3. We are in the Christmas spirit today, the spirit of giving back this holiday season and all year round throughout our community, Northwest Florida. We do have an incredible community that really is open to hearing about the need, but also opening open to hearing, okay, where can I play a part? So we are sharing just one area where you can play a part. Maybe it's for you. Maybe you know somebody who's been interested for a while and you want to send them this episode later on or information. Uh, if you'd like to text in 850-437-1620, Joan Irby and Karen Jolly are here with Guardian Ad Litem from Northwest Florida. So we have this uh, circuit is circuit one, which extends all the way to, what is that? Uh, Walton. Walton County. So just alone for the Hope for the Holidays Christmas Gift Project, which is something where you can pretty much adopt a kid, very similar to the angel tree idea, which I love. And whatever is on their wish list, you get to purchase that for them. Maybe a little something extra as well, tuck it in there. Like if they want a new pair of shoes, tuck in some cool socks, Mm -hmm. right? And one thing I've learned over the years of if you're going to do something like this, don't buy some junk shoes. Don't do it. This could possibly be the only pair of shoes they get to wear for a year or until they can size up again or Mm -hmm. afford to size up again. Make it durable. Make it well worth it. Make them proud of receiving that gift Mm -hmm. because there's something special in their heart that will keep them going. These kids who have already had such a rocky road and are put into foster care system for whatever reason, we don't know the background, they deserve something extra special for Christmas. So we're gonna go over the wish list coming up, but we have about 30 seconds. I wanna know a couple of numbers. So roughly right now, how many kids do we have with Guardian Adelaide on? About 1,700 in the first circuit. And that's in the first circuit. Mm -hmm. And we have about um, almost 900 here in Escambia County. 900 of the 1,700 in Escambia County? What? That's more than half. Well, and you got to remember, so we've got Escambia, Santa Rosa, Oklahoma, and That's what I'm saying. That's a four-county circuit. Y'all, we need to change that. And And only about 73% of the kids have a volunteer. And that's the goal is that they all get a volunteer. volunteer. So whether you want to be a volunteer today or be a part of Hope for the Holidays, I can send you that information. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to go over some of the wish list. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. 
On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. 9:37. Welcome back to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. Oh, I love some good Christmas music and some good Christmas cheer, but I love most of all when we get to spread that cheer around our community, around the world, and be a light. So today I'm giving you the opportunity to change the life of a child, whether you want to change the life of one, change the life of many. Um, I think there's a trickle effect, so no matter if you change the life of one, you're going to change the life of many, and it's definitely going to change yours as well. We have my friends Karen Jolly and Joan Irby here from Guardian Ad Litem, Northwest Florida, to talk about the Christmas gift program very similar to the angel tree gift program hope for the holidays pretty much you pick a child you see their wish list you purchase the items for that wish list and then you get to drop it off at the guardian ad litem office on mary street so let's is it mary street saint mary saint mary sorry saint mary please forgive me i'm sorry (laughs) I love your face that you just, well, she got to see my actual forgiveness bow. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit more about these wish lists. I mean, Joan mentioned before the break, 17, or 1,600, excuse me, children that are in the system, right? Ish. Yeah. Ish. Well, that's more than what the ish I wanted to hear. <laughs> 900 alone in Escambia County. Now, are all of these kiddos on the wish list? No. We've got, um, there are other organizations that that pull in gifts for them. And we've actually had some, you know, pre-adoptive kids that are already in their placements and their families are buying for them. Or, you know, and people, even volunteers, will buy for their own kids sometimes, you know, and not, not kind of burden the system with it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. But right now we have how many kiddos left with wish lists? We had 452 wish lists come in right now. We have about 300 kids who still need someone to buy their Christmas. Okay. And I know we have had some incredible people in the community who have come in to help relieve with Mm -hmm. the gift buying process. And I love that, but it still does take every little bit of effort from our community members. Mm -hmm. So let's go over. I mean, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and say these kids are zero to 17 years old or how old are they on average? You know, they can come into the system at birth if they're substance exposed and then extended foster care, um, now goes to 21 so they're all the way up in age okay so some of the wishes and the gift lists will vary Mm -hmm. as well so what are some items though right now karen that you're seeing a lot of kiddos ask for this year is Mm -hmm. it basic necessity type of things like shoes or you know a brand new outfit is it you know the latest toy i mean i'm sure that you've probably seen cell phone on the list right (laughs) We try. We're to not say, getting that though. We try to say no cell phones, but um, that just comes with the whole world of of. Uh, We're ish- not doing issues. that. So yes, yes. Um, but you know, from the little children who want bright light up toys to books, um, and then you get kind of the eight to eleven year olds. I've seen a lot of art supplies. I've seen. Um, you know the nike blazers some of the older kids are wanting air jordans and like joan said they see it at school and so they want it and i get that Mm -hmm. and um so one family asked for a swing set they have multiple children that they're fostering and so that would really benefit them from being outside 
basketball goals. Um, there are kids who want clothes. I know one little girl on our list put that she wanted um, YouTube stuff. And I'm, I'm going, that. Um, I'm, I'm asking my 11-year-old daughter, what does she mean? And she knows exactly what she means. <laughs> Did she tell you? Yes. Oh, it's this person and this person. And they have all these little oh. doodads that they promote on YouTube. So it's, Yeah, I've it's had to the, learn about this recently. The merch. It's the YouTube the merch. merch. Um, that's, let's see, uh, there is something else, uh, games. So like board games, um, they kind of want that clothes. Someone put stylish clothes. Some put, I don't want clothes. (laughs) Some of the older kids ask for gift cards to stores at the mall so they can shop. Um, so I think that's, those are the things that have stuck out to me. I love that. I love that they're all very unique in their own desires too. And I'm, I'm, yeah, we have that mm-hmm. one kid who's like, please don't buy me clothes. Yes. Like, I'm serious. Same. Look at my face. Do not buy me clothes. Yes. But I'd rather have a gift card. Right. And go buy them myself. Right. And I can't leave off Squishmallows. Squishmallows oh. are on many wish lists. I was against them. I'm going to go ahead and say if you're a parent or grandparent, I was against them for a while. A couple are okay. But I have sat there in stressful situations and I have held on to that squishmallow when I've, I've been sitting in my car and I have found just like sitting there on a, com- on a call and I'm not really happy about it. Mm-hmm. And I grab the squishmallow and I'm just kind of like fidgeting with my, my hands, like kind of, you know, they used to have fidget spinners, which was really popular. Mm-hmm. This is way better mm-hmm. as I feel like it forms to my hand. And then slowly as I release, it releases itself. And it's really cool. It, it's, it's satisfying in a weird yeah. way, but also calming. And so you can get a kid a Squishmallow, put it in each of their stockings, actually, because mm-hmm. they sit there, they're trying to do homework, and they're getting frustrated. Have them hold it. Yeah, It's not a distraction. It's just a way to calm them down, especially kiddos. You don't know their entire background. They mm-hmm. probably haven't even shared completely some of the tragedies that they have gone through. Absolutely. You know, it could be mm-hmm. a different tool to help calm them. Yep. The other thing is, if if people want to buy things but they don't necessarily want a wish list they can bring in toys to our office because you've got to remember our wish lists were due like two weeks mm-hmm. ago and um, we're going to have a lot of kids come in from that day mm-hmm. until Christmas day I mean these you know we have shelter hearings on Christmas day if need be so that's one thing you know they can bring people can just bring toys into our office we have a couple of groups that have done that in the past I've got Right now, Freedom Boat Club is bringing in. They've collected toys, kind of like a toy drive for their organization. And they just bring toys in. So if the volunteer gets a new case, they can come in there and and get toys off the table for the kids. Okay, I like that idea. I'm kind of thinking about maybe that church, that business, that nonprofit that's like, I really want to help. I'm itching to help. I don't know where to start. If you're listening and that's something that you're interested in, you want to make a pile under your tree in your office and have a little toy drive. Make it something competitive with your employees, your coworkers, to get as many under the tree as possible or as fast as possible and then drop them off to the St. Mary Street location with Guardian Ad Litem. This I might t- be a good opportunity for parents to get their kids involved. Yes, you know, good there's, too. You know, let's, there are kids less fortunate, yep. you know, I'm not going to talk about Santa but there are kids less fortunate that might not be getting stuff right so why don't we go get them the things you want for Christmas yeah and take those and donate so that your kids can kind of get that that helping heart at a young age absolutely I think that that's something very vital I can't stress it enough um we're doing a program with my kids in fact today we go to pick out the items for the person that we're sponsoring 
And it is very emotional, mm-hmm. I will say, to share um, the story with the kids and how this person got to where they are at in their life. And it's very, it's some of it's very dark. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, we share with discretion. Mm-hmm. But what I share for is one, how blessed they are to have parents who talk to them, who provide for them, who love them enough and share about Jesus's love with them. Okay. But also to share with them how their choices really do matter mm-hmm. in life, what they, what they choose to do, what they choose to say, how they choose to live their life, their actions all play out in a certain way. So let's choose wisely and then also help those who are trying to turn around from those choices as well. So let's start early though with these yes. kids. Let's start early so they don't end up making choices. And we are talking about a 60 year old man who is a recovering drug addict trying to get off the streets. Yep. You know, I mean, he matters too, but let's not let it get to that point. Let's help build a healthy, more than a normal looking household. Let's build a healthy desire in these kids to want to live a wonderful life right so we're going to talk a little bit more also about the drop-off process so i want to talk about that if you're tuning in and you want the link to anything i'll get some more information and text it over to you and then uh yes everything will be up on the podcast page later or in the on-demand section in our app news radio pensacola but if you'd like to text in any questions i can go ahead and text back 850-437-1620 I want a hippopotamus for Christmas Only a hippopotamus will do Don't want a doll, no dinky tinker toy I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy I want a hippopotamus for Christmas Welcome back to the Pensacola Expert Panel. We have about 10 minutes left with my friends from Guardian Ad Litem. We have uh, Karen Jolly and Joan Irby here. I almost put you into like a morphed Beyonce name for a second. You were almost Kajerby. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I'll do that. Oh, man. But that's if anybody asks where it came from, it was me. So. We are encouraging you today to give back to the community, change the life of a kiddo, whether it's for this Christmas season or your heart has just been heavy for the kids in our community, roughly 1,600 in the foster care system right now, 900 in Escambia County. I live in Escambia County. My kids are in school in Escambia County, which means they probably go to school with a lot of kids within the system. Think about it, when you're out and about, that means At some point in time, throughout your day or week, you will probably run into a foster family. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've been considering becoming a foster family or a guardian ad litem where maybe it's not as heavy as a commitment. I tread on those words lightly, but it's enough where you know you can plant seeds into those kids' life. But maybe you're looking to buy a present. So today we're inviting you to be a part of the Christmas gift project, Hope for the Holidays with Guardian, Guardian Ad Litem, Northwest Florida. So... All different types of gifts. Where can we pick up the wish list? So the best way to get a wish list is go to our website, nwfgal.org. If you go to the programs and click on Hope for the Holidays, there is a button that you can message us, tell us how many kids you want, and I personally will communicate back to you and send those wish lists to you. 
Another way is you can just email me directly, communications at nwfgal.org, and I will get back to you with those wish lists too. So just tell me how many kids you want to sponsor, um, or if you want to just bring gifts to the office, that works too. And again, that address is 1800 West St. Mary Street. Easy peasy. Easy. It's very simple. I just, I've been uh, over here while you were talking, sending out the link Perfect. to every single person who has texted in that they are interested in being a part of the gift giving process. I love that. Please let this number go from 300 to zero. And let's make that number of 900 kids in Escambia County start to dwindle down too, as we encourage the people around us. And it's even more than just the kids, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these parents, they are working again for reunification and hard hard working yeah. Yeah. they're trying to go through the process of healing whatever it is they need to heal ultimately we want healthy ultimately we want healthy but we also do want these kids to have a christmas season that we desire too mm-hmm. none of us desire to get nothing or be lonely or have a a hopeless outlook on anything especially around christmas it's the literally the season of hope. Mm-hmm. So let's fill these hearts with hope. And thank you so much for requesting it. I will send as many uh, in the next couple of minutes, but I'll be here till 11. So if you do text in 437-1620. So I want to ask you, Karen, what is your desire as somebody who's a volunteer board member for the foundation? Um, what is something that you desire after Christmas to see happen with guardian guardian ad litem well number one volunteering someone to step up like joan said for 100 percent of the kids who are in our program the guardian ad litem program they've been assigned a volunteer the judge has said hey they need you that is one of the biggest needs is for every single child to have a mentor someone to say hey this child needs therapy this child needs Mm -hmm. you know whatever it is this child needs to not go to this home we can have such a huge impact on the safety of that child on their future so that is to me the greatest need after that our foundation has several programs the children in need program runs year-round if a volunteer or staff member comes to us and says hey this child okay for instance we had someone go to um, be sent to cheerleading camp at Florida State University. She did not have the funds. Her, you know, you if you know cheerleading, you know how expensive it is. Oh, yes. And besides uniforms and all the things you have to do during the season, this was a special camp that her whole team was going to. She would have been left out had the Children in Need Fund not been able to provide the funds for her to go. So that's one example. Um, It might be a special art camp, um, art therapy, something that insurance doesn't pay for. That's what the Children in Need Fund is set up for. So we, the committee meets, um, we look at the need, and then we provide the funds. So any, you know, a lot of donations that come in are going out to those kids all year long that need special things. That's incredible. And then the, you know, one of the newer things that we're doing is called cases for kids. There are times when a child comes into the system again with nothing but the clothes on their back. And if they have to get moved from place to place, sometimes, you know, their things might get thrown in a trash bag and they have to move from place to place with things in a trash bag. So one of the new programs we have that we're um, 
spending funds on is called Cases for Kids, where they the child comes in, they will get a bag. It will have uh, essentials in it, maybe some socks, some toiletries for younger kids, diapers, maybe a stuffed animal or a book that can help comfort them. That's theirs. So they get to pack their belongings in those things and travel from you know home to home hopefully not that much um but if that happens then they get their own bag to put stuff in so that again it's dignity for them to be able to pack their things in a bag so much dignity and you just don't realize it until you have that one thing that belongs to you nobody can take away you Mm -hmm. might be shifting around but nobody can take away this one thing from you nor nor should they Mm -hmm. it's 9 55 which means we have to take another break before we wrap up thank you so much for your curiosity and your interest in this program hope for the holidays with guardian ad litem northwest florida i will also attach all of the information into our podcast section underneath if you look Pensacola expert panel in the podcast section, newsradio923.com. First of all, huge thank you for tuning in this morning. We still have another hour left, so don't go anywhere. I'm Jenna Barr. You're listening to Pep Talk on News Radio 92.3. Huge thank you to Guardian Ed Lightham, Joan Irby, Karen Jolly for joining me this morning, sharing about hope for the holidays, uh, the foundation with Guardian Ed Lightham, the volunteer opportunities. There's so much that can be done to change somebody's life. So if you would like more information, you can head on over to our podcast section in our News Radio 92.3 um, website or our mobile app, N wfgal.org if you click on programs you can find hope for the holidays or click on volunteer right karen we need volunteers joan we need volunteers not only will it change this kiddo's life it will change yours i guarantee you it will change our community as well ladies thank you for all that you do and merry christmas thank you merry christmas merry christmas